of the Titans, the Mount Rushmore of players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Hello, and welcome back to No Buts About It. It has been an unintentional week that I took off. The audio didn't really upload, apparently. I thought that it did. Then someone texted me that it didn't. And by that point, everything we'd said in that episode didn't really matter anymore because some other stuff happened. And then I went to Ohio this weekend, and I couldn't record. Um, another episode to make up for it. So I was just like, we're going to scrap it and we're going to start on Monday again. So that's what we're doing. We're starting over again today. And uh, we've got some stuff to talk about. We've got some people to congratulate. Uh, some new stories that uh, kind of came into fruition. We figured out where everyone, or not everyone, but we're one of our players is going to be this year. Someone we've been talking about. He didn't end up where I thought he was going to. Still not sure if this is the best fit for him, but we will talk about that later. First, let's uh, congratulate some people. TJ Watt got married uh, this weekend. So that's a pretty big deal. So congrats to Mr. and Mrs. TJ Watt. Also, uh, the Raiders have announced the hiring of Sandra Douglas Morgan as their new president, and she is the first black woman to serve as an NFL team president in league history. So that's a pretty big deal for um, racial barriers being broken in the NFL. So that's exciting. Hopefully she does a great job. I'm sure she will. Uh, looking at her picture here, she looks to be very intelligent. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Raiders have had some problems in the past, though, and hopefully she can come and fix all that. Uh, Trent Williams is the first O-lineman since 2007 to receive a 99 overall rating in Madden. So if you play Madden, you know how big of a deal that is. That means he is a stud O-lineman and that the Bengals should figure out how to get him on their team. Um, also, uh, so that's done with the congratulations, I believe, um, some rumors that we've got going on, uh, Baker Mayfield was who we'll be talking about a little bit later. He was apparently viewed as childish and immature via the athletic. And, uh, we're going to, we're going to talk about that because there's been a lot of these reports coming out. So we're going to, I'm going to tell you what I think about it. Um, also, Another rumor, uh, an AFC executive apparently said that Jalen Ramsey is falling off and is a bit overrated. 
I really hope that that was not a Bengals or Colts AFC executive who said that because I I think Jalen Ramsey's still probably one of the better players at his position, and I think he proved that in the Super Bowl where he pretty much played dominant all game except for when he fell when he was covering Jamar Chase, but I mean that obviously didn't have an impact on the game. I think Jalen Ramsey's still that guy. Um, and then, of course, the Broncos are tailoring their offense around new quarterback Russell Wilson, according to Jeremy Fowler with ESPN. And I feel like that's pretty obvious, but they reported it, so I'll report it too. Um, and then the Buccaneers are definitely not trading for Jimmy Garoppolo, but there is another team that might be, and that is another thing we will be talking about later. So... Uh, but next let's first talk about Baker Mayfield, who is now a Carolina Panther. That is right. The NFC South has a new quarterback and it's not Tom Brady. It is Baker Mayfield. And so Baker Mayfield, I've said, I think he is better than what people give him credit for. And I can officially jump on the Baker Mayfield train because he is no longer a Cleveland Brown. Baker, please don't let me down. I I got confidence in you. The NFC South doesn't really affect the Bengals or the Colts, so let's let's go. Um, I hope you do your best. Week one, Cleveland Browns versus Carolina Panthers. Baker Mayfield is going to be facing his old team and hopefully destroying them because that does help out the Bengals. So let's go Baker Mayfield. Um, So with that being said, though, that means that the Seahawks still have Drew Locke and Geno Smith and are expected to move on with him, maybe. But first, let's continue talking about Baker Mayfield. So Baker Mayfield was traded to the Seahawks for, I think, a fifth-round pick that could become a fourth-round pick. And the Browns are paying most of the salary. So the Panthers definitely won this trade, I think. Even if Baker doesn't get him to the playoffs his first year, um, which he probably won't if we're being honest. But anyway, so the other thing was is a lot of people are apparently saying Baker Mayfield is childish, immature, didn't handle things well with the whole Deshaun Watson situation. And here's the thing. I think what's happening is the Browns realize they screwed up because even Browns fans are saying that they screwed up. I went to Cedar Point yesterday. Baker Mayfield jerseys everywhere. And I am sure that they are aware that he's no longer on the team. But it seems that there is still a rallying support in the greater Cleveland area. I mean, that's Sandusky. That's not even the greater Cleveland area. That's just northern Ohio. I think that Browns fans and the Browns know that they screwed up and Deshaun Watson probably won't play at least the first half of the season, first quarter of the season. And so they're going to have Jacoby Brissett as their starting quarterback. And so now they're going to try and make Baker look as bad as possible. So let's look at the situation real quick. So Deshaun, Deshaun Watson says he's not going to play for the Browns. And then Baker finds out that 
the Browns were actually all in on Deshaun Watson. They're going after Deshaun Watson. They want Deshaun Watson. Presumably, he didn't. He wasn't told by his coaches or his GM or anything. They just went and did it. And so that probably offended Baker because he had been the first quarterback to get them to the playoffs in years. And so he does that. He gets them to the playoffs. He gets injured last season. Does not play well while injured. But, I mean, who else would? It's hard to ask that from a quarterback. Um doesn't play super well injured, granted. But I, I still think they should have told him. He Everyone thought that Baker was going to be their franchise guy. And so he posted on Twitter and Instagram, um, I love you, Cleveland. I'm not sure what's going to happen, blah, all that stuff. And now he's not with the Browns anymore. So was he being immature or was he saying, you know, you went out from under me and now I can't trust you guys anymore. He said that the relationship was rebuildable, but that the Browns would have to be the ones to initiate that. And they didn't. I honestly, maybe Baker could have handled it better, but I honestly get Baker's point here. I'm not sure that he was necessarily being childish and immature. We'll see how he does in Carolina. Um, Baker was the number one overall pick for a reason in 2018. Sam Darnold was number three overall, I believe, in 2018. And now both of them are on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Baker's obviously going to start over Sam Darnold, uh, even though they don't expect to trade Sam Darnold. It, I, I really feel for Baker. I hope that he does well because this is just a messy situation all around. And I do not see how the Cleveland Browns thought that this was a great idea at all. And they even said that they knew that Baker wasn't going to play because they brought in Jacoby Brissett with the understanding that Deshaun Watson would get suspended. That the Browns are trash fire right now. They were like on the up. They were a team that was scary with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and the crazy defense playing phenomenal. And now they're just back to being the same old Cleveland Browns. Um, so moving on from there, let's let's go talk about the team that I thought Baker was going to end up at, and that's the Seattle Seahawks. Drew Locke is 2019 rookie, still a young kid. Geno Smith, not young. Those are the two quarterbacks. Jimmy Garoppolo is now the only quarterback left on the trade block. Presumably, unless something crazy happens where the Chargers randomly decide they're done with Justin Herbert. And I do not that would be insane. But, so, let's see. I don't see this happening, but it's rumored, so I guess it is possible. I don't see it happening because the 49ers and the Seahawks are in the same division. But, so, people are saying it's possible. Um, it has been reported by... Some credible sources, Jeremy Fowler, ESPN is reporting it as a rumor. Uh, the Seahawks have discussed trading for 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. So, they're in the same division. They would have to see Jimmy Garoppolo, 49ers would have to see Jimmy Garoppolo twice a year, at least if he was on the Seahawks. So, let's look at Drew Locke. I presume he is the current starter 
for the Seattle Seahawks. Maybe it's Geno Smith. I'm not sure. I'm just going to act off the fact that it's Drew Locke because he's played the most recent as a starter um, in 2021. But his last full season was in 2020. So we're going to go off of that stat line. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, he played last year as a starter for the 49ers. So also, I can't use PFF right now because they locked my account. So if anyone at PFF is listening, thank you. I appreciate it. I love your stat site. I would also really like to be able to use your stat site. So if you could please contact me and uh, bullmoosepodcast1 at gmail.com. And please uh, help me unlock my PFF account so that I can use your great website. That would be great. Because right now, I have to use these other websites that aren't as good. So if you have a Pro Football Focus account, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, you should. And if you work for Pro Football Focus and you're listening, thank you. And please help me. Anyway, okay. Going back to this other website. So Drew Lock, 2021. Uh, stats was 60.4% completion, 787 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Again, that was, I think, in one game. Well, no, that was probably two games since he had that many yards, two or three games. I forget. Anyway, last time he played, though, for his complete season, he had a 57.3 completion percentage, 2,933 yards, 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, and that is the about the most average quarterback play you will see. Um, again, second year, we'll cut him some slack, I guess. But I don't see a lot of improvement, especially with his last year's stat line in those couple of games he played, literally being two touchdowns, two interceptions. Not a great uh, balance there. So let's go to Jimmy Garoppolo. Last year, he had 683 Completion percentage, 3,810 yards, 20 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. So, again, not like a phenomenal uh, stat line. He could work on the interceptions. 12 interceptions is a little too much. Let's go to my boy's stat line to see what a Super Bowl quarterback is. Okay, so actually, I stand corrected. Joe Burrow had 14 interceptions, and he got his team to the Super Bowl. But he also had 34 touchdowns. So that's there as well. So you can have the double-digit interceptions, but I would work on them if I was Jimmy Garoppolo. So let's look at this. Do I think Jimmy Garoppolo would be a good fit for the Seattle Seahawks? The answer is I don't know. (laughs) And here's why. He is a division rival right now. He's been with the 49ers since 2017. And to give you an idea of how long ago that was, that was Patrick Mahomes' rookie year. And so 2017, he's been in the league since 2014 when he was Tom Brady's backup on the Patriots. And I really don't see a situation where... Jimmy Garoppolo becomes the franchise quarterback for the Seahawks unless he goes there and just goes crazy. Um, I'm not sure he's old enough or young enough for that right now. Uh, Maybe, though. It could happen. And uh, I also 
have a problem with whether or not he's going to be able to stay healthy because Jimmy Garoppolo has had some injury issues. And even if he does go to the Seahawks, he might get injured and then they're just going to end up with Drew Locke or Geno Smith again. So I'm not sure he's even really worth trading for with those injury issues being there. Um, if I'm the Seahawks at this point, and I, I like Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm sure he's a great guy. But from a football standpoint, if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, I am taking whatever I can get. And if I'm the Seahawks, I am only taking Jimmy Garoppolo if it's a steal. If it's like, yes, you can have him for a seventh round pick or something. Because he is an upgrade from Drew Locke. But the fact of the matter is, you're not getting much more. Because you're probably going to end up drafting a guy anyway. Because your team isn't as strong as it would have been. And Jimmy Garoppolo isn't old enough is too old to be building a team around the thing with baker mayfield was he was a 2018 rookie you'd still have time to build a team around him he provided a staunch upgrade from drew Locke and gina smith i don't think jimmy garoppolo gives you the upgrade he doesn't give you the time to build i'm just not sure he's worth it i think you'd be better off at this point if you're the seattle seahawks uh building a team around dk metcalf or your run game with uh, Kenneth Walker. Work on that run game. Build up your O-line so that when uh, someone like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud is in uh, next year's draft, I believe both of those guys are in next year's draft, when they come around, you can draft them and then build up the team around them and their playing style. I think that's what the Seattle Seahawks should do. I don't know where Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go. Maybe he'll be a backup somewhere. Um he had his chance. He did go to a Super Bowl. Maybe the Seahawks GM sees something in Jimmy Garoppolo I'm not seeing. But I'm not seeing where he is a strong upgrade from Drew Locke. Because Drew Locke has the age. If you really want to stick with him and you really believe in Drew Locke, he has the age and the time to build around. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have that. We can work on and mold Drew Locke. We can... Pete Carroll can do a lot more with Drew Locke, I think, than he can with Jimmy Garoppolo. So, Seattle Seahawks fans, you might hate it, but I think Drew Locke is your best option for this season. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to go out and buy a Drew Locke jersey just yet, because I don't think he's your franchise guy. But I think he's going to be your quarterback this year, and I think that you should just hope for the best and maybe hope that either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud falls so that you don't have to be miserable with being a two-win team all season but you also are able to get a decent quarterback so that's my opinion on the seattle seahawks situation i'm not sure if that's what's going to happen because there are rumors that jimmy garoppolo is going to get traded but i just don't think that's a smart move for the seattle seahawks at this point okay and finally i have to mention this because it's crazy. It's a crazy story. It's like, I don't even know if what's true. And uh, so here, here we go. And I'm going to see if I can have a Jet fan on the show soon to talk about this. But like, so Zach Wilson, the Jets quarterback, is dating this girl from BYU. And mind you, Zach Wilson took two cheerleaders to prom with him his 
in high school. I believe senior year of high school. So Zach Wilson's always been a ladies' man, if you will. Zach Wilson's uh, girlfriend breaks up with him and goes and dates one of his old teammates from college, I believe. And this is just kind of what's out, out there right now. I don't know the full storyline, but so Zach Wilson is dating this girl from college. They break up. She goes and dates one of his old teammates and friends from college who is was in this year's draft, and I forget his name, but I think he's on the Commanders. I could be wrong, though. And so she's dating him now. And the Jets equipment manager commented on the photo that she post that he posted with her um, that uh, the guy's name is Dax Milne, by the way. Um, the Jets equipment manager, Joe McMahon, commented, I don't know what's going to be the bigger joke, this relationship or your NFL career. So this dude's out here roasting um, Zach's old buddy. And, and who has his girl friend, uh, Zach's ex-girlfriend now. And so then uh, some dude, Spencer Davidson, uh, commented on her page. Uh, I, I don't know if Spencer Davidson knows her or is just a Jets fan or what. But uh, he comments, homie, hop, uh, homie hopper, calls her a homie hopper. And she responds, he was sleeping with his mom's best friend. That's a real homie hopper. So, that is what is why the New York Jets and Zach Wilson are trending on Twitter right now. I saw Zach Wilson was trending on Twitter. And I thought maybe, like, people finally realized he wasn't that bad of a quarterback. But, nope. That's what popped up. It was this article from U Stadium. It says, who doesn't love a little gossip? Word on the IG streets is Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend is now dating his former BFF, BYU roommate, and current commander's wide receiver, Dax Milne. And Wilson and Milne no longer follow each other on Twitter or Instagram. So they unfollowed each other, which... In the media world means everything. And his ex-girlfriend's accusing him of sleeping with his mom's best friend. You can imagine the memes that came out of this. Um, some There's so many memes out there. Some of them are pretty funny. Obviously, this is a podcast with a Christian background. And this this is a horrible situation. But, like... The storyline is insane. I mean, I did not expect Zach Wilson to be the this storyline, if any of this is true. I'm just intrigued to see if it's true. I'm not really into all the uh, drama of who Zach Wilson is dating. Like, he could be dating some supermodel that I have never, pro- probably never heard of. Um, but... Uh, I just, I don't really care, but I just want to know if it's true. But his jersey stock has gone up. People, people like him a lot more now. Uh, so Zach Wilson, if you could clarify whether or not you were sleeping with your mom's best friend, 
that'd be great. And then uh, don't do that because that's bad. So that's going to be all for today's show. I'm going to try to have a Jets fan on the show probably this week or next week to talk about uh, whether or not the Jets are going to suck this year and definitely about that. Uh, PFF, if you are listening, please email me and uh, let me know how I can get my account unlocked. I emailed you guys. You guys haven't emailed me back. Uh, Thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you all have a great day. Please continue to share this with your friends and, uh, you know, do all the things. Like, follow, subscribe. Share it with your friends. I can get a better studio, maybe get a co-host so I have someone to talk to other than my computer. That'd be pretty cool. Um, Yeah. Hope everyone has a great day. Do something nice for someone this week, and I'll see you all on Thursday.